Hello and welcome to Game On presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Spider-Man 2018 developed by Insomniac Games published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. And Caleb, I'm going to just step out of the way <laughs> and have you go ahead and tell me how excited you were for this. Uh, you know what? Actually, I was I was a little nervous. I have not been impressed with a lot of the Spider-Man games. Understandably uh, so. Before this. Not that they were terrible, but like I always found one of the biggest downfalls with them was the swinging mechanic. Yep. Right? In their defense, that is a hard mechanic to nail. And we didn't really have good technology and graphics engines and, and you know, OSs back when they were trying to do this in compared to what we have now. Right back then, they were amazing. Mm -hmm. But now we, we've got stuff that's far better. So I, I was a little bit worried, but you know, PlayStation, uh, Insomniac Games, like the, both of those are really good companies that really know their shit. And I know that some of my favorite older Spider-Man games were made by Insomniac, I believe as well. And no. Insomniac is best known for Spyro, Ratchet and Clank, and Resistance. Oh, see, and I love Spyro and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, but... they've not they've not done a Spider-Man game until this one. Okay, I I just know there's a there's a couple of them in the past that I liked. Those tended to be the ones that were not based off of movies, which is sad to say. But I I really think any video game that is based off of a movie doesn't tend to be very good <laughs> yeah i think the best one and now now i have not played i'm mean, i'm not cutting into your turn we're just no no you're yeah. good you're good man so my understanding is that spider-man 2 for gamecube playstation 2 and the yep. xbox that's yeah. like the one that the fans loved the most yeah it was a very popular one i just didn't care for it yeah that was done by a whole bunch of people that i've never heard of treyarch digital eclipse the fizz factor like i've heard of treyarch i've never heard oh. of them but anyway so as you know no, i'm sorry it just i was excited about it mm -hmm. um as more and more came out about it and i was seeing the graphics and the like everything i was skeptical because of course they're showing these like graphics of him swinging through the city and they're like changing the costume on him as he's swinging through. yeah and i was like oh this is a good little publicity thing but i highly doubt this is actually how he like swings through the city and everything like that but it was yeah <laughs> and that was awesome <laughs> and everything and so like no I, I was pretty excited about it i was really interested um there was there was worries there was doubts yeah one of them being they did state that they were going to focus on the sinister six now depending on what universe you look at and everything like that the sinister six does change up a little bit <laughs> um but still any time where i have seen an interactive thing like a video game or a movie try to do the sinister six in spider-man it has failed horribly <laughs> like if you look at even even some of the spider-man movies spider-man 3 they brought in venom sandman green goblin and it was supposed to be their entryway into trying to do the Sinister Six in that that whole series. And Spider-Man 3 was like the worst Spider-Man ever. Nobody will ever forget Spider-Man walking down the street dancing. <laughs> no. And then when you look at the... God, the second Spider-Man. I can't remember his name. Andrew... Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Mm -hmm. 
first movie was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. He's he's actually probably one of my my favorite people who have played Spider Man. The second movie, however, they were trying to jam so much into it again because they were building up to the Sinister Six, mm-hmm. and it failed miserably. Now there's also the aspect of they quit killed Gwen Stacy, which makes me really sad. Because... Spoiler for a very old movie. Yeah, <laughs> I love well. In or general, the comic book. <laughs> yeah, if, if you don't know, Gwen Stacy dies. In uh, some universes. In some universes, yeah. In others, she becomes Spider-Man. I <laughs> mean, um, <laughs> Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Uh, which is, yeah, she's my favorite. But I, I love Gwen Stacy. I always have. I yeah. loved Gwen Stacy. And yeah, it, uh, it, it was a really sad moment. And of course, they changed it up a little bit so that Spider-Man wasn't the one who like directly killed her. He tried to save her. And yeah. It was just bad. Yeah. But every time they do the Sinister Six, which was my point, was mm-hmm. it has failed terribly. But there was a part of me that went, this is a video game. Yeah. There is no time restraint. There isn't, well, we have to fit the Sinister Six in two hours. Yeah. We can build out this well-fleshed-out story arc with the Sinister Six. And that's what I was really hoping for. So between the the web mechanics that you see in the demos and everything and the fact that they were like hey we're throwing in these little easter eggs and stuff like that and then you have the sinister six as being the big big bads in it and everything like that i was excited yeah i was just really really hoping they did very very well because if they didn't i was going to be very very mad (laughs) um because Not to sound cliche, Spider-Man's one of my favorites. I I always appreciated his 16-year-old humor and banter and everything like that. And it's one of those things that's really hard to capture, even in movies and and video games, of his banter back and forth with the enemies and everything like that. The quips. Yeah. Yeah. And it... But it's what made him great. Yeah. Like, I, I'll always love that line from Civil War where Spider-Man is fighting Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier is like, don't you ever shut up. This is a fight. <laughs> yeah. You got a metal arm? That's so cool. Yeah. And, but like, and they nailed it. Because mm-hmm. like, Tom Holland, by far, in all of the movie, he is my favorite Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I like I don't care if you think that oh he's being you know he just has to go with the in crowd or whatever no he I think he nailed it he nailed that 16 year old mentality he nailed the quips he nailed that whole little thing that he fought and I think homecoming really helped with that and that aspect because it showed him dealing with being a high schooler and trying to be Spider-Man at the same time yeah which was something that I think the other movies didn't really show that well no i mean the the original spider-man with toby mcguire that starts in high school but then you fast forward and then they're in college yeah like you yeah. don't get it's a like lot the of the end of his senior year yeah you don't get a lot of time with him as the teenager in high school battling like not battling but being spider-man being spider-man and peter parker and that yeah. that conflict that that happens well and the other thing that i appreciate is the fact that they didn't do the whole been dying no story arc and and yeah i mean and that's just more of like why the new spider-man movies are so good less about like you know tom hall like don't get me wrong i think tom holland is the best so far but like it like he wasn't good because the movie didn't do the 
the Uncle Ben death stuff. We're just like, oh, thank fucking God you didn't do that. We Uncle know ben Uncle Ben dies. We know. We move on. <laughs> like, I swear to Christ, if the Robert Pattinson Batman has his parents die, I will <laughs> fucking flip out because I'm tired of seeing Bruce Wayne's parents die. They did it in Joker. It's not even about Batman. Did they really? Yeah. I've never seen Joker. You've never seen Joker? No. Okay. No. Without without any spoiling anything else, yeah. the movie Joker is about Joker. Is about Joker. They still fit in Thomas Bruce, and Martha Wayne dying. Bruce Wayne's parents dying. Yes. And I'm oh, like, God, I, I was fucking livid because it's soup. We've seen it. We know it. We get it. We understand it. Can we please move on from that and focus yeah. on something else. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I liked was they put him as a 16 year old kid. Right. Where in the, the original one he's he's a senior he's mm-hmm. 18 years old when all of this happens to him and everything like that which is not really the case with spider-man he's younger um but yeah it, i digress with the movies in the game it he was older he it looked like he was already a college student mm-hmm. and everything like that which i'm okay with um but it's it's that delicate balance of like in most games, when you introduce this enemy, you have to introduce like why they're an enemy and, and and how they know each other and all this other stuff. Well, with this case where he's at in his Spider-Man career in this game, mm-hmm. he already knows all of this. Yeah. So like, how are you going to handle that for somebody who's brand new to the Spider-Man universe and everything? So there were, there were minor things that I was just kind of thinking of in the back of my mind as mm-hmm. this game was waiting to be released of like, well, if they do this, it could go really bad. Or if they do this, it could go really bad. <laughs> and I have to say, it wasn't anything like, well, if they do this, it would be really great. It was, well, if they do this, it would be really bad. And I'm <laughs> taking from all of these other games for, beforehand and going, well, if they do this, it would be really bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I was super excited about um, it. I had this game pre-ordered, collector's edition, whole nine yards. Um, I was really upset because I... I'm never one of those people that go, oh, I own a PS4, but here's this collector's edition for this certain game of a PS4. Mm. I want to buy it. So I'm going to sell the one that I have and buy this one. No, I did like the Spider-Man PS4. Mm -hmm. It was red with his spider symbol on it. The controller was red. I I was like, oh, my God, I think that's the sexiest fucking thing (laughs) ever. Um, I didn't get it, of course, because, again, my philosophy of like, well, I already... I already own one. Yeah. I'm not just going to buy one just to buy one. Because it looks it different. Like yeah. You could buy a sticker to put on yours. I could, but I never do that either. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care that much about the way the system looks. I think I did that with my Xbox 360 when Star Wars Battlefront 2 came out. The faceplate was, yeah. remember that was interchangeable? Oh, yeah. You could change out the faceplate. And I had a Star Wars Battlefront 2 faceplate that I put on and that nice. was about the extent of it. Nice. <laughs> I've never done it. No? I, I, yeah, like I remember people doing it with like their GameCube yeah. and the Xbox and the PS2 oh, yeah. and you stuff could, like that. You could find those sticker kits everywhere. everywhere. And I, I never did because I'm like, I'm not going to waste fucking 20 bucks on that. I'll spend my 20 bucks on this game. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can play it on a system that I don't <sighs> look at while I'm playing the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, so back to a quick side tangent that we never really finished up. Yeah. I know why you know Treyarch. Why? <laughs> Call of Duty World of War, Call of Duty Black Ops, one, uh, two, three, four, Cold War, and Warzone. Yep. <laughs> that is why yep. you know them. <laughs> That's why I know Treyarch. Yes, that is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, for me, I 
played i bought spider-man 2 for my computer okay and it was terrible it was not what i thought it was because everybody was raving about the one that was on the consoles and this is when i didn't have a console yet so How dare you i know so i was like oh i'll go ahead and i'll grab spider-man 2 on the pc everyone says it's great and it was tr- atrocious yeah and so when i heard that this was coming out this is the first I've ever been excited for a Spider-Man game because for me, I was like vicariously living through people like you yeah, who had played the original ones and went, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. So I said, well, I'm not going to play them. They're not right. They're not right. I, I wouldn't say not right. They were clunky, man. Yeah. Like the combat was clunky. And of course, the biggest thing about Spider-Man is the web the swinging. And it was always so clunky but mm. it's a it's a hard dynamic to get a hold of so yeah so when this was coming out i i said to myself okay this will be the one that i'm gonna play because this looks like it's doing everything right and so while i wasn't nearly as hyped as other people i was like this will be good to play on my ps4 that i just got yeah because i basically got the ps4 in this at the same time really <laughs> um pretty close okay i i had the playstation for i got it for christmas in 2017 and okay. this came out september 2018 on the ps4 so what did you know about it before it like so before it came out i did knew you just see the previews uh, and that was what sold you or? Uh, so in complete contradictory to my normal method of thinking yeah i went First of all, holy crap, it looks great. Yeah. And I'm not usually, I don't usually care about graphics. Secondly, I went, the swinging looks like a lot of fun. And the combat style is going to be very similar to the Batman Arkham and Mad Max games, where it's basic X to punch, Y to counter, and then you have some gadgets and stuff you can mix into it. And at the time, I was really digging batman arkham city batman arkham knight yeah you know i was playing mad max i've tried to play that a few times so the so i was like okay graphics look great swinging top notch combat something i'm already doing and i'm really into for me as somebody who spider-man is like middle tier of my favorite marvel comics yeah being able to go in and kind of like oh i can customize the suit And it's got a story that revolves around characters that even somebody like me, who, again, wasn't super big into. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I know these people. I know Doc Ock. I know Vulture. I know Scorpion. I know Rhino. I'm like, this is going to be enough. They were very reminiscent of my 90s childhood Spider-Man TV show. Like, Like, you look at... You look at Rhino from the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I think it was 2. Yeah. And then you look at Rhino in this game and you're like, okay, now I see which one was mainly modeled after the comic book. So that's kind of what we're looking for. Yeah. You know, like I don't need the real world looking Rhino. I just want the guy in the big gray jumpsuit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into more of that later, but yeah, no, I I completely agree with you on that. And, and the way they made him look was definitely more of this big hulking guy. Yeah. This, so Any yeah. little Russian in a metal suit. Hey, don't you disball Giamatti like that. I love that man. <laughs> but yeah, I was optimistic, but I wasn't like foaming at the mouth for it. Okay. But I was I was looking forward to playing it when it came out. Yeah, no. So uh, with that, I, I guess we'll we'll jump into kind of the storyline a little bit. If you if 
we can start off with that and kind of go through it. Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. In this game, right, as I said, you you start off as an older Spider-Man. Somebody who has been doing this for quite a while, right? And he he's still in college, um, I believe. Actually, I think maybe he might actually be out of college at this point because he's working with Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're researching Doc Ock's very famous arms. And prosthetic <laughs> limbs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it starts off with you basically breaking into Fisk Tower um, to stop the Kingpin, who's being placed under arrest. Mm-hmm. But you're making sure that he doesn't escape and all this other stuff. And so it teaches you, like, the base mechanics of going through the game and the different combats and your stealth and the way of attacking. And you were right, man. It It is very... It is Batman Arkham Knight fighting style mm. through and throughout. The dodge mechanics, the, like... And if you can master that stuff, you're basically untouchable in oh, this yeah. game. Which, but it makes it really fun because it makes you, like, one of the big problems that I had about the Marvel Avengers game that we reviewed... Mm-hmm it actually makes you feel like a superhero. Yeah. Like it, it makes you feel like, Oh shit, this guy's coming behind me and he's throwing a punch dodge. And I web sling him in the face and just beat the crap out of him. And like, it was, it was fun and it, it gives you those superhuman abilities, but you ultimately, you end up fighting Fisk mm-hmm. or, you know, better known as Kingpin. And, um, you take him down and then you go to work. As yeah, twenty three year old research assistant for um, Doc Ock, mm-hmm. which is not what he's Otto Octavius. Yeah, and you're you're basically struggling for research funds and everything, and and trying to get this project done. Um, but at the same time, you have all these other little things going throughout the city. Right. Like mm-hmm. you, you have all these little side quests that you can do and you have a new enemy that makes an appearance named Mr. Negative. Spooky. Mm, yeah. um, and like eventually through the storyline without getting into too big of spoilers here, a lot of your enemies who have been locked up in the raft break out. So what is the raft? The raft is the like the advanced prison for all superhuman villains. Okay, um, that is off the coast of Manhattan, and um, literally like all of Spider-Man's it's the villains basically yeah, go it's there. the Arkham Asylum of, of Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. of Marvel of Marvel. I guess yeah, yeah. There's a lot of villains for a lot of different people that end up going to the raft, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> um, but in it like they break out right Mm -hmm. now kingpin doesn't break out but you have electro rhino scorpion vulture shocker um those of course being your your big villains Mm -hmm. part of the sinister six which one two three four five yep because mr negative makes up the sixth sixth one is what the the theory yeah is (laughs) As you're going through, then you have to 
basically like recapture these people. But you discover that Otto Octavius helped them escape. Mm. And that's when Doc Ock basically becomes one of the Sinister Six and one of the big guys. So you like you basically have two different storylines going on. You have Doc Ock and the Sinister Six mm-hmm. going around wreaking their havoc throughout Manhattan. And then you have Mr. Negative going around and wreaking his havoc across the uh, neighborhood and everything like that and trying to figure out what he did. And that's not even including the expansions, the three expansions that they came out with, which I loved. <laughs> I thought they were great fun. But just even in the main storyline, like that's not even all of your villains. Yeah. Like there's so many villains in this and they did such a great job with it. You end up fighting Taskmaster, which I I, I freaking love because he's like in almost every superhero game. Mm. Um, he is in Marvel Avengers. He's actually one of the major villains for Black Widow. And uh, but he like. He fights Iron Man. He fights Spider-Man. He, he He's a mercenary. Mm. He appears in fucking everything. Um, and then you have Screwball and Tombstone, which Tombstone is like, it's really funny because there are parts of this when you, when you swing through Manhattan, you get down into like Daredevil's territory and Hell's Kitchen and shit like that. And that's, that's where Tombstone mainly resides. He's uh, a Luke Cage. I think I'm saying that right. Villain. Yeah, Luke Cage. Yeah. And, uh, but like you fight him in this and I'm like, oh my God, I just, I, I loved the plethora of villains and each one was truly like a boss fight. But yeah. And it, ultimately you just, you end up fighting Doc Ock. Like he, he's the big bad throughout all of it. And the story progression to get there again, without trying to get, give up too much because I really want you guys to go and play this game. Like, if you have not played it yet, why? Yeah, stop what you're doing, turn this off, go play it, and then come back. Yeah, because it was just, it was amazing. Like, you truly feel like a superhero. Like, I don't know, how did you feel playing through the storyline? Oh, I had, I was having a ton of fun. You know, there's not, there isn't so much that it feels overwhelming. It's just right enough that... Um, you know, you feel like you're getting things done and you're growing your character and their abilities as you progress through the story. Um, you know, the, the story was impactful and meaningful because you, you start by helping, um, Doc Ock doing stuff. And then you, you know, you kind of see his transforming away and it's, it was all very engaging and, and very moving and touching. I really enjoyed the actual story part of this. Oh yeah. There were, there were a couple of points where I, I teared up. Yeah. Like, um, it, cause it, it's not just his superhero life. Like there are times where you're walking around as Peter Parker mm-hmm. and, and you get his personal life and they do like, that's what I think I appreciated about it. The most was they do this even mix of superhero and Peter Parker and kind of showing that struggle between even at 23, that struggle that he has between being Spider-Man and being Peter Parker. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Like his relationship with uh, Mary Jane is on the ropes. It's not doing so well. And He's trying to help out his aunt with this um, community clinic 
food dry like um homeless it was like a homeless homeless shelter. yeah I, I was trying to think of the word but i was like nah, nah. <laughs> um but yeah his aunt with this this homeless shelter and he meets this young kid named Miles Morales and, and, and is trying to help out that guy as well. Oh, you mean the giant um, foreshadowing, foreshadowing, foreshadowing billboard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That little one. Yeah. It's just in the corner. <laughs> the yeah. one that you uh, actually get to take control of for a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. But that was something else that I like. Like, you don't just play Spider-Man. Like, there's parts where you play Mary Jane. Yeah, I'll be honest. Not my favorite parts. No? Eh. I thought they were interesting I, because they added a different level of challenge. I was going to say, I like that they threw them in, but I found myself every time doing it just being like, I just want to be back. Like, they mean Spider-Man's too much fun. He's so amazing. It's so much fun so to play as him, and then you have to play as these other people. And I just felt like it kind of bogged down the action a little bit. I, not saying I hated it, just saying to, it wasn't my favorite part. Yeah. Trying to well round this out, right? Like, let's let, let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. The gameplay itself. Yeah. Right? So, in previous things, we've talked about fast travel systems and how, like, with those, other aspects of gameplay have become pointless. Mm -hmm. Right? I never used it. I used it three times to get the achievement, and that was it. I web swung everywhere in this fucking game and i mean everywhere yeah because it was so much fun yeah like holy crap it blew my mind how fun it was to just swing around the city well and like you can switch it like you because the the swinging physics actually worked like you could do like soft and slow kind of swings and just yeah. kind of you know, just kind of take your time Lost your way through. Yeah. Just kind of enjoy the sights of Manhattan as you're, you're going around the Island or you could go balls fucking to the wall. And just like my favorite moments are when you swing and you're right above the traffic yeah. and you're going a hundred miles an hour and you just whoosh, like, you know, you go raise so, the hood. Yeah. Like you could almost pull hats off of people as you were going past yeah. them. You know, you get into the air, you let go, you do a couple tumbles and fun fanfare showing fall back off. down and do it. Again. Fall back down, throw it out. Whoosh. And you do it. Again. God it is so much fun. I loved the fact that you could hear the crowd go, oh my God, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> As you swooshed by yeah. and everything like that. Or like there were times where I fucked up and I stumbled and I was like rolling into the crowd and I'd pop up and there'd be like a person like, hey, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, like the the little... The little touches. Little the details. little touches like that just made, elevated this to an 11 mm -hmm. in my mind as far as that aspect of the gameplay goes. And like I, I touched on the combat a little bit, but I had a lot of fun with the combat. And I like there's I loved the Arkham Knight games, mm -hmm. right? Or the Arkham series, however you want to put that. Yeah. Um, but there became a point where I had so many gadgets and so much stuff that I could just basically tie up my opponents with that shit and it, the the fighting became pointless. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was afraid of that with this game. I never felt that way. Like, mm -hmm. just because I had these things, there were certain things where, yeah, if I used them a lot and I, I, I did them at the right times, like the the move where you pop up and you just, like, web-sling everybody yeah. around you in a full circle, like, you could pin people to floors, to walls, yeah. to ceilings, <laughs> so, like, all this shit, and basically there was your fight. Yep. It was done. One move, it was done. 
that was that was literally my go fuck you move yeah in this where like i don't have time for this i want to know what happens next i'm not going to waste my time fighting you go fuck yourself <laughs> and just pin them to everything in the one or two stragglers maybe yeah <laughs> i would i would finish off really quickly and that was it but i didn't feel like it made you super overpowered no in the combat no they did a really good job of designing things so you know there were guys with shields okay you know that you have to do one of two things you know they give you a couple of options that you can use to do that but you know you could grab like like garbage cans off the street because mm -hmm. you're spider-man so you grab yeah. a garbage can you swing it around you throw it at somebody somebody throws something at you you can grab it and throw it back at them yeah you know the those were fun it slowed time when you would do a dodge just to give you that cool cinematic look of like oh that just missed me and you get a second to go okay where do i go from here what do i need to do yeah you know and you were said it before right you could you could web people to walls in the ground and stuff and it that like it never got old. Uh, no. Every time I got a guy up against a wall and just went and webbed him to it, I just was it like, felt cool. It looks so cool. It feels so good. It felt <laughs> cool. Like they did a really good job, I think, with making you feel like you were Spider Man. Yeah. And it, it he even in those little fights, he would whip out little quips and stuff like that. Again, just the little things mm -hmm. made it so good in this and then you had the little tokens and, and little 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 extra pieces go and take a photograph of this yeah go and take a photograph of that i liked those little things they thought it added a little extra and he makes a comment about how he did photography in high school and stuff like that and it just oh well-rounded game well yeah i, I can't and even and again, you know, you can customize the way that you look. You can pick up different suits as you go through the game. Um, which added different abilities. Yeah, which had different abilities. And once you unlocked those, you could link up that ability. So, like, let's just say that you were using, like, the Stark Tech suit or whatever it was called. I don't remember. I don't care. It was fucking awesome. It was from it was from um, Avengers. It, it, it's the exact same suit. Oh, not, um, not in game. The, the one before Infinity War. Infinity War. Um, the suit that he wears in Infinity War, he also wears it in Endgame as well, of course, but the one that he wears in Infinity War, they put that into the game. And let me tell you, guess what I ran around as? Hmm. I was the Iron Spider. Yeah. I think that's the name of the suit is the Iron Spider. But yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And like in the combat it added certain things. So like your legs would come out and help you grapple an enemy at certain moments and stuff like that. Like again, the little, when you play this really pay attention to that. And like, you, you should really appreciate those just little, little touches that they added to the game with those things. I think it's so cool. Um, I, I really, I can't stop preaching about like, <laughs> The game was gorgeous. The The combat was amazing. It it was just so fun all around. And even that, the storyline was great. So e each of these six enemies, like, you know, the vulture, mm -hmm. right? The vulture really looked like the comic book version of the vulture. Yeah. Like the one that I remember from that 1990s. Now they made it a little bit more high tech. I, I will say. Yeah. Like 
it didn't look like a a dude in a green rubber chicken suit like it did in the cartoon show you know like he had these metal wings and he was flying around and it was it was really cool though but he was very reminiscent of that classic vulture look and because of the way that he fought you kind of had to change up your fighting style as well to match it Mm -hmm. just like there's a there's a whole part with the rhino where you don't actually fight the rhino you're running from him like you're hiding behind containers and shit like that because he's he's a beast and again it was it was the dude in the big gray rhino suit with metal accents and paddings and stuff like that that they added to him which again i thought was really cool like it it just gave him that kind of a more super villain-esque look you know and it all of them just i think it was just a great job all around with all of the villains and like even mr negative Mm -hmm. which was the new one um in the game like i i Either I've lost touch with Spider-Man a lot, or I don't know of Mr. Negative before this game. But it's the same kind of, I don't know, sob story. Man who loses everything, decides to become a villain to get back at the people who made him lose everything (laughs) type deal. Um, So his first appearance was The Amazing Spider-Man number one, free comic book day, May 2007. Yeah, I see. And by that point in time, my my comic book readings of Spider-Man were not... Non-existent? Yeah, not really. <laughs> I was big into him when I was in high school mm-hmm. and elementary school and everything. But basically my schoolyard days. But after that, I was just kind of like, meh. And the movies really crushed that. I, I, I will say, like, the movies really, like, I was like, oh, that's who I like? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't think I like him anymore. <laughs> That's a weird dance. And yeah, it just, it, it kind of lost some of my love. For him. <laughs> what, what did you think here? Oh, I thought the villains were great. I mean, they all had their own little story to them. They all had their fun little fights. So with Electro, you, or was it, no, it was Vulture. The fight with Vulture was really cool because yeah, you're like in this, um, you're at like the, the port, you're over by the ocean. There's a bunch of cranes and big, big buildings and stuff around you. And he's like flying around and you got to like chase after him, but at the same time, dodging his attacks. And then you get to him and you beat him up for a little bit and then you get thrown off and you do it again. Like it totally follows that classic rule of three in the combat systems, but it was fun. It was fun. The one with Rhino, you're sneaking through these shipping containers, trying to be quiet. And if you catch his attention, he just comes charging and running at you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like, I just like every, every little bit that they did just made it so much fun. And the world was fun. Yeah. And I'm going to say the world, but in reality, right? Manhattan was fun. New York city was fun. You know, that the Avengers tower, you climb up there. You damn right. I climbed up to the top of the empire state building and jumped off. Like that's what you do in a Spider-Man. And that's, the- that's what you do. You get an achievement for it too. Oh, do you? I see. I don't yeah. remember. I, I think it's the empire state building. Cause I think the empire state building is still taller than the Avengers tower. Okay. It's an achievement for jumping off the tallest building. Oh, in nice. Manhattan. Yeah. Um, like stupid, I, silly shit. Well, and here's the other thing, right? Because now bl- 
maybe it's because you're up in the air and it's probably because you're up in the air. We have talked a lot about some games having a problem of like letting us know where we are, but because it's New York city and once you're in there, you just kind of get a reference point that, Oh, you know, Avengers tower is North central park is West and the Empire State Building is south. So yeah. now, now, no matter where you are in the city, you can always have a quick look at the skyline. And know where you're going. And go, I know where I am. I know where I need to go. And I know how about how far I am. Like, it did a really good job of constantly keeping you in control of, like... Where you're at. Where I'm at and what I'm doing. It's yeah. fun. So, uh, like... Um some of the side quests like i i i I don't want to necessarily call them side quests but they were like there were points set up in the city Mm -hmm. that would give you um your like tokens to up your skills and and equipment and stuff like that i thought those were gonna get like monotonous Mm -hmm. and kind of boring and like i would hate them after a while I blew through every single one of those so fast because I just I had so much fun. Like there was one where you had to like swing through these rings Mm -hmm. that would show up and and everything. There was one where you had to chase a drone. Yes. And that one I would always get so frustrated with because I would get so close to it. (laughs) So close. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that gold gold in it because i'm like the golden snitch is that what it is from harry potter basically (laughs) but no like it had the gold silver and bronze based Mm -hmm. off of the time that it took and i would i would be in that gold time limit but i would be like just almost silver yeah and i would be right there and i would try to grab it and everything and of course i would miss and then i would drop like halfway (laughs) into silver before i got it and i was like i fucking hate this (laughs) but i i just remember redoing those over and over and over again because I wanted gold and I had so much fun doing that mm-hmm. that it was never one of those like I hate this I I don't enjoy doing this at all I'm going the fuck away and maybe maybe if I need to I might come back and redo this to get gold on it I did them all and then you had like um so during the storyline you come across uh, Norman Osborn mm-hmm. and they start talking about Harry which for those of you who are Spider-Man fans you know Norman Osborn is the Green Goblin and Harry eventually becomes the Hobgoblin right and in this Norman Osborn is the mayor the mayor of New York and he mentions something about Harry being out of out of country. yeah he's like he's out of the country or something yeah and but harry had set up a lot of these research facilities throughout the area that were supposed to be monitoring and tracking and and you know all this stuff and you go through and you start like activating them again and finding out like oh wait this is detecting this problem and you would go and like finish them out and everything and i like none of these little Easter egg type side side stuff stuff was boring for me. The only thing I would disagree with you is the random car chases that would happen. Oh, see. And I thought that made me feel like more, more, more of a superhero too. Cause it wasn't just about fighting the big guy. Well, hold on. Let me finish. Okay. What I didn't like about it is that the animation was always the same. It was always jump on the car, get one guy on the left, one guy on the right, jump down, pull out the driver, throw out the webs, hold the car, mash the button to stop it, 
and that was it. Like that was the one thing in my mind that I started just letting go by. And I've never really big one for like, you know, time trials or races or stuff like that. So like, I didn't do any of that. I was more focused on the fighting part stuff. It was, you know, it was like, go here. There's a fight going down. You know, there's a truck crash. There's a bunch of enemies. Let me with guns. Yeah. Drop down into the center and then just start going to town to kick the crap out of everybody. So like I did all of those. Yeah. I I completed this game a hundred percent. I didn't get even close to that. percent. Um, because I, I did all of those and in those you had like do it with kicking six people into the air oh, yeah. or, or stuff like that. Right? Yeah. Like the challenges, little, little sub challenges within the, the mission. And then there was like, you have to do so many of them in, in each little area that mm. the map broke it out into and stuff like that. And so I did all of those. And then, yeah, basically after I had completed all of that, like, Oh, you've done all the challenges you've done, you know, you've completed as many as you need to in this area. If I was web swinging through and there was a car chase going on. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to do the car <laughs> chase. I'm, I'm just going to continue on with what I'm, what I'm going to do yeah. because I've already done all the car chases and, I will say, yes, those did get a little repetitive. Yeah. And just, and I think it's only because it was. They're everywhere. And it, and it was never different. No. You know, different not. cars, different amounts of enemies, different animations on how to stop the car. I mean, I, I, I'm not even talking about just the cars. Like there were the other ones, like the rooftop squabbles. Yeah. They were trying to shut down this. You would jump on the rooftop, you'd wipe out the enemies, you'd stop the stop their computer from processing, and then you'd go on. Yeah. It was always the same. Yeah. So those, like, civilian events is what I called them. Okay. Were always the same. Yeah. Like, you knew going into it of, like, picking up the police report on a car chase. You knew this is what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or getting the information that there's a group of military people on a rooftop trying to send out a signal. You knew you were going to go to that rooftop, shut down the signal, go to another rooftop, shut down their signal there, go to a third rooftop, shut down the signal, and then you would be done. Like you knew it was going to be this, this cookie cutter way of doing it. Yeah. There's a mob trying to break into a van with Mm. a civilian trapped in it. You would drop down, fight them off. Another wave would come, fight them off. Another wave would come, fight them off. And then the civilian would come out and be like, oh, thank God you protected (laughs) me. Like, it was always the same. Um, But, like, there was other little things that I kind of did get annoyed with. Yeah, but it was never enough to, like... JJ's (laughs) podcast. Okay, I have to admit, ever since... The first Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. I have a huge, huge, like, admiration, appreciation for J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. And I've always kind of liked how the character is super anti-Spider-Man, but it's in such a cartoony way. Yeah. That... Now, what he was saying would get repetitive. Yes, because they didn't record enough lines to change it up enough. And you spend enough time in the game that you're, you start to hear the same broadcasts over and over again. Yeah. But like, it was borderline for me, like to a point of where I would go, oh, good, Jen, you know, JJ's on and then go, oh, I've heard this one before. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like quick high, quick low, and then we're back to it. Yeah. So. But yeah. Oh. There was one villain I forgot, and she's she's kind of not a villain 
but she is like it just kind of depends on what side of the fence her company gets hired for but <sighs> silver sable yeah right like um she's in it as well and you know she was hired to protect oscorp i believe um if i remember correctly yeah so after your first encounter with mr negative and shit goes crazy osborne calls in sable incorporated or whatever they're called yeah. and yes yeah, she shows up and kind of like private military security stuff yeah and of course they go after you yeah they they, they attack you and they try and stop you and everything like that but you also sometimes work for them yes you have key locations like you brought up the avengers tower mm-hmm. you have the wakanda embassy <clears throat> you have the sanctum sanctorum you have the law offices of Nielsen and Murdoch, uh, Alliance Investigations, right? Damage Control, Roxxon Energy Corporation, Empire State University. It, like, all these little classic staples, right? Sanctum Sanctorum. That's, yeah. That's Doctor Strange. That's where he's set up in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And, like, you take a picture of it <laughs> and... Like Nielsen and Murdoch, that's Daredevil. Yeah. Like I just I thought it was so like this is cool. Just these little touches that they added into it. Yeah, it's cool that they have all of these different, you know, real world iconic areas. Empire and State Building, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Central Park. And then they have stuff from the Marvel side of it brought in overlaid it right that's that what we've been talking about is we love the real world mixed with the fantasy just a little bit just enough yeah and they did it perfectly and like it it just it was a really fun and cool game right like you you go through and you rack up all of these sinister six guys Mm -hmm. like you you start arresting them again and everything with the help of an ny police detective and like she she tells you all the time like dude i can't be helping you like this like you 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 got to do the right thing you got to wait for me to do this and spider-man's like yeah sure no (laughs) (laughs) but like you go through and and you rack up like the vulture and the shocker and scorpion and everything and they all have their own unique fights like taskmaster taskmaster screwball and tombstone those are all side quests Mm -hmm. that you do which again i think is just really cool that they kind of get pulled in and involved in there and everything because just because you have these major villains attacking yeah doesn't mean that the i don't want to call them minor but like the side villains aren't really like not doing anything hey man i did not know who taskmaster the task taskmaster was until i played marvel's avengers yeah. I, I had never heard of him and i completely forgot he was in this game yeah you, <laughs> batman has him yeah don't remember that you don't no you don't remember batman in arkham any of the arkham games fighting taskmaster nope yeah it's a different taskmaster yep but it's that their is, taskmaster that's that's how forgettable he, he has was for the, me. he has the sword he fights with a sword in batman so does azriel that's taskmaster no that's asriel or yeah. maybe i'm not saying his name right as asriel Az- azul oh, God yeah bless it. but that's that's their version of taskmaster oh uh, i see what you're saying yeah you know? that's their taskmaster <laughs> look at that asriel yeah um but yeah he he like it, it's funny because they look very similar <laughs> and they fight very similar they like yeah um 
and their their whole premise of learning your fighting style and your techniques and everything and and adapting the more you fight them the better they get mm-hmm. it's the exact same so like i i just kind of laughed when he was thrown in there. <laughs> like ah that's funny but no we we've talked about it with this game i think there's eight nine hours of storyline play yeah i mean it. yeah you focus on that i put 40 hours into the game and i never felt like i was missing anything like it was it was awesome all 40 hours of it yeah i i did not unfortunately finish it i think that's because something else came out that i felt i felt like i wanted to play more i don't remember what it was but i got far enough into it that really the only reason i never went back and finished it is because it's the typical gamer problem of new game comes out that i want to play more than current game i'm playing play that one by the time that one is done something else comes out and before i know it it's been so long now i have to go back and replay it because there's no way i can pick it back up like at this point i have to do that for ghost of tsushima like if i ever want to play there's been enough time that's passed yeah like i will forget how to play and i have to start over from the beginning now but i didn't stop playing because i didn't like it and that is for me that's always a big thing no so like I, i i don't know like where necessarily you stopped but like you basically go through and you find out like you defeat all of the the sinister six with the exception of doc ock Mm. right who like even even during the game dr octavius finds out who you are that peter parker is spider-man because everybody always ends up knowing who spider yes but he he originally goes you're spider-man's tech guy you're the one building his suit because that's what he catches peter doing is fixing spider-man's suit Mm. and so then he helps peter fix and upgrade spider-man's suit and then he helps everybody escape from the raft um through his own little thing in order to help like his own ends of getting this project that he's working on of these prosthetic limbs completed Mm. and he finally does it and they're like super happy about it and everything but then as spider-man goes through and he defeats electro vulture rhino scorpion um he's getting help from mary jane and they start talking again right yeah and he like she breaks into osborne's penthouse and learns that devel- uh, devil's breath which is what mr negative is using as his big bad weapon yeah Right. Like, as I said, there's the, this, these two storylines going on simultaneously um, was developed to cure Osborne's terminally ill son, Harry, mm-hmm. which they know Harry's ill. That's why he was sent abroad. Right. And um, but like, yeah, as a child, Lee, who is Mr. Negative. Um, was the test subject for the cure and an explosion of energy this is what i mean by the whole classic like oh this happened and people i love died and now i'm going to take revenge on them because of the explosion from him Mm -hmm. it killed his parents yeah and i like i don't know how much of that you you got into but yeah that's why he's doing it and he's trying to basically blow up oh yeah oscorp and then you learn that mr negative is lee 
which Lee is also the head of the the soup kitchen, the homeless shelter mm-hmm. that your aunt works for. Yeah. Like he's this nice guy on the outside who really tries to help people and does everything he can and donates all of this shit and everything like that. But you basically get put into this point where you know like either he's got to stop and not release devil's breath because it will kill everybody Mm -hmm. or kill him or not kill him but take him down so of course you take him down and when that happens is when octavius arrives and beats the shit out of you like just brutalizes you and you end up going and fighting him at the top of oscorp tower and it's this huge big battle yeah he's doing this huge monologue which is epic it's it's awesome it's a it's a really good fight and it's difficult too like even by this point in the game i had done every side quest i had unlocked everything i I had every gadget i had every everything i had everything i was basically the only thing left that i needed to do to beat the main game Mm. was beat him Mm -hmm. right and i struggled it was hard yeah there there's a challenge level to it I'm guessing you played on your normal hard difficulty. Oh, yeah. Always. (laughs) Always. Um, But, yeah, you defeat him. And basically, he then, of course, goes to the raft. And... um, Thought you didn't want to do big spoilers. Yeah. Well, it happened. (laughs) Uh, But, like, because the reason why I'm bringing it up is because at the end of it, I think, is where the most significant stuff comes in. Well, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, your aunt died. Big spoiler there. <laughs> like, it's heartbreak. I I was devastated, yeah. bro. Devastated. Because, like, they did such a good job between the balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you, find, you find out Miles Morales has been bitten by a spider and now has Spider-Man abilities. <laughs> which I'm like, yep, they're making another fucking game. Yep. They have to. Like, if they don't, I'm, I'm going to be crying somewhere in a corner. Um, but the biggest one for me was finding out about Harry. Yeah. Because I thought that with the next Spider-Man game, they were going to introduce Venom because basically you see Norman Osborn go, go behind this painting in his penthouse and walk into this laboratory and you see Harry floating in this tank with all this black, like oil gunk Mm -hmm. hanging all over him like venom (laughs) and they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and what is killing him but yet they've stabilized him and i'm like oh my god (laughs) like and i already knew that they weren't following a typical like spider-man scenario or or comic book run through like they created their own unique story Mm -hmm. with this game but that just solidified it even more in my mind. And of course, like Mary Jane and Peter kind of get back together and rekindle their relationship. And she basically tells him like, we're partners in this in all aspects, not just our relationship, but crime fighting as well. I'm not a delicate flower that you just have to protect from everything. And like, I thought it was a great way for, the the game to end yeah like it wrapped up everything very nicely and i just was like wow i 
And you could continue on and finish up any of the side quests or anything, but I had already done all of that. So I was just like, wow, this is, this is nice. You got some of that gaming melancholy? Yeah, I kind of was like, uh, oh no, I swung around the city for a while afterwards because I could and it was really fun and everything, but it was, it was super nice. And then like the first and second DLC came out before I picked it back up again. They bring in the black cat which was awesome because there's a whole little story arc there where she has a kid and Peter's flipping the fuck out because he's like, wait a minute, how old's your kid? <laughs> when? Because, you know, him and her, they were a thing for a while. They hooked up for a while. And she, like, refuses to tell him anything about it as she goes around and is stealing all of this shit. And, like, you basically find out that it has to do with Hammerhead, who's, um, the, like, the main villain of this trilogy, along with a little bit more of Silver Sable. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Like, even the DLC stuff. I don't think it was long. I think it only added, like, another couple hours of content between all three of them. But... But it was fun. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was just more time that you got to spend in this world as Spider-Man swinging through and, and infiltrating these things. Like, I don't really know how much more I could uh, preach about um, <laughs> how great this game is, really. Like, I, I just, I loved it. I really did. If you are a Marvel fan, if you are a Spider-Man fan, and you have not played this game, what are you waiting for? <laughs> it's... And if you have played it, good for you. Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I hope you agree. If you disagree with me, like, or if you feel like there's something I left out, let me know. Hit me up. Like, we, we've we've got the platforms out there for you to communicate with us. We'd love to hear from you. But really, I, I, I don't have much more to say on it. Oh, outside of the fact of fucking remastered the thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think like, you need to remaster a two-year-old game, but that's just me. Oh, the only thing they remastered in this fucking game was the way Spider-Man looked. <laughs> and to me, honestly, he looks more like Tom Holland yeah. than he originally did, which I was like, why? Well, why? Proper, I, I don't know. I, no, man, there was no reason for it. Tom Holland had already been Spider-Man by this point in the movies. Like, well to this point in the movies you know not mm. only did he appear in his own movie he's appeared in a couple of the avengers movies like why now <laughs> just like hey you know what i don't think he looks enough like tom holland <laughs> let's remaster this for the ps5 and uh completely change the way he fucking looks because <laughs> like it wasn't even a, a like a graphics update for the remaster, which I could understand mm. the PS five is eight K capable. It's supposed to have all these great features and everything like that. You didn't just make the graphics look better. You changed him. <laughs> he is a different person. That is like adding Hayden Christensen to the end of star Wars, the return of the Jedi. Oh. Like it's that level of, you didn't need to do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It really is like it really is. There was no purpose. I don't understand why they did it. Mm -hmm. And I've yet to talk to a single person who does understand why they did it. Like I, I just because we could. Right. But yeah, because 
because everybody loves the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. They've got great critical acclaims. And, you know, I mean, you probably had enough people out there in the world saying, man, if they had updated the 2018 Spider-Man didn't look more like Tom Holland. That would look great. And the, but they didn't like, yeah, they didn't need to, but the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? You have enough people but out they there. They didn't even grease it enough. But pe- people sign petitions all the time for stupid stuff. I can imagine them signing a petition to be like, Hey, insomniac, change it to make it more, look more like Tom Holland. Cause he's the one we're all in love with right now. All right. Like, like, Whatever. And don't get me wrong. I think like remastering a two-year-old game is really kind of dumb. Dumb. (laughs) Like from just like, that's just my opinion on that. Uh, You know, I mean, if this is, if this game was like 10 years old, hell, even five years old, I might be able to give it to you. But if it was a 10 year old game and you wanted to redo the graphics, that would be freaking amazing. Like I have stuff older in my refrigerator than this game. That is perfectly fine. Why did they have to remaster this game? I'm a little concerned because I can't think of a single thing that would be in my refrigerator for two years that would be fine. Dude, Kraft Parmesan cheese, that stuff basically never gets bad. I don't care what the exp- expiration date says. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, the gra- the Kraft grated yeah, Parmesan yeah, yeah. cheese. The, you, the yeah. plastic. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. so many preservatives in that. Just, it, it, never, yeah, it, it never dies. It never dies. <laughs> it never dies. It never grows mold. It always tastes delicious on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. And it destroys everything bit of your humanity i mean what <laughs> um no but with that like i'm i'm i got nothing man yeah no i mean i'm good i could like i said i played it i enjoyed it i didn't finish it because it, it's, I, I didn't finish it not because i didn't like it but because i wanted to play something else i like fallout 4 that is a game that i was playing and i stopped because i was not having fun anymore and it yeah. took me a long time to get back and f- just run through the storyline of that this, this is not this this game i had so much fun with that there were actual other games that i was looking forward to playing that i put on hold to finish yeah and game. i and i was just shy of that like i i enjoyed every moment i was playing with it for the most part like i said the car stuff really kind of got to me but really that's about it everything yeah. else was really fun i just am not and maybe that's just me right i'm not a huge spider-man fan i'm yeah. not a huge marvel fan compared to someone like you yeah. so you know like i said whatever it was that was coming out after this that is probably something that i was like i'm more of a fan of this so but no it's a great game play it if you've played it make some time in your schedule to play it again if you haven't played it yet highly recommend it um don't forget hit us up on Podbean. you can listen to us there you can also make comments on there we're active on there we will respond same thing you can go to our facebook page game on presented by no tokens required and again you can comment on the episodes there we will have a discussion with you guys we are active and we are paying attention to that um but i guess i'm chris i'm caleb and until next time game Game on. on Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in 2020. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required.